Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. In some, if, if you were here and you recall it all, in some of my previous teaching, I focused a lot on the significance of what Jesus did at the cross. I, I think I, I had a, a title, a theme of uh, this changes everything. What Jesus did at the cross, and I think a lot of times we as Christians and many Christians, uh, we're just a, kind of oblivious to how significant were the changes that Jesus accomplished through the cross. It changed everything. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Because where would we be if he hadn't changed everything for us? Well, I want to talk about Jesus again. And the title of this, uh, for want of a better one, is In Jesus. In Jesus. I want to focus on him, on being in Jesus. I want to focus on who he is, his name, and what we do in his name, in Jesus. So we're going to talk a little bit about what does it mean to be in him? What does it mean to do something in his name? Um, And what are the names of Jesus? Okay. So let's, let's start with, uh, open your Bibles to John 15. I just love these scriptures on Jesus being the true vine. John 15, and uh, I, th- I think, Richard, I'm going to start with verse 1. Um, John 15, verse 1, he says, I am the true vine which implies there must be a false one out there. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that bears no fruit, he takes it away. He purges it. Is that what your version says? And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. That it may bear more fruit. So you get a choice. Do you want to be purged or do you want to be pruned? You are already clean through the word which I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. That's critical. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. And then he kind of repeats it a little bit in verse 5. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Verse 6, if a man does not remain in me, he's thrown out as a branch and withers, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they're burned. Verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you will ask whatever you desire, and it shall be done for you. And finally, verse 8, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, so that So you will be my disciples. 
So he's calling us to, to, in a sense, to be in him. Okay? I am the vine. Remain in me. Why? Well, these verses say so. Verse 4, one reason why we should remain in him is to bear much fruit. Right? Another, verse 6, says if we remain in him, we're not going to die. Now, remember when he's saying this, they didn't get that. They didn't get, have anywhere near the, an understanding of what that meant. You're not going to die. Verse 6, the man doesn't, he's, he's thrown out and withers, thrown in the fire. Uh, another reason why we should remain in him is to get what we ask for. Verse 7. And then lastly, and the reason for all of this is because it gives glory to the Father to remain in him. So we're going to expand a little bit on this in remaining in him or the idea of being in him. But I wanted to go through those scriptures in particular. Now there's one other. Just back up a couple of chapters to chapter 11. Because in chapter 11 and verse 25, Jesus is talking to Martha and he says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, yet he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he asks her the question, do you believe this? Amen. So he's, he's calling us to remain or to, to b- believe in him. All right, now, being a part of being in Jesus is being in his name. Look at Matthew 18, 20. Matthew 18, 20. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three are assembled in my name, there I am in their midst. Very familiar scripture. So he says, if two of you agree, it'll be done for you. And if two or three at least two, are assembled, he's there with you. Well, hallelujah for that. He says, where two or more are gathered in my name. So when, when we're gathered together in his name, we're not just asking for something using his name. Not just doing that. Okay, what we're doing in, in, in addition is we are asking because we are in his name. We are literally in his name. So to remain in him means we are not just using his name, but we're in his name. You're actually literally in there. (laughs) We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Acts 4. Let's turn there real quick. I don't have a lot of specific scriptures, but I have a lot that you may want to take some notes on. Acts 4, 
And uh, verse 7, first of all, says, you know, this is when uh, they made the mistake of the guy getting healed and so forth, and, and the rulers didn't like that too well because it, you know, they didn't do it, and, they were, and nor could they. Uh, when they had, verse 7, when they had stood them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Yeah, same thing in the King James. By what power or by what name have you done this? And then in verse 10, they, their response is, be it known to you, you all. See, they were, they were Southern. Be it known to you all. And to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands before you whole. So the name is associated with power. The, the, the question was by what power or by what name, they, which is saying the same thing in this case. So there's power in the name of Jesus. That's why we need to be in the name of Jesus so we can access that power. Amen? When we are in the name of Jesus, what can you do? Well, what can't you do is a better question, right? Uh, and here's some verses, and you may want to jot some of these down. We're not going to go to them. But Mark 9.38 says, when you're in the name of Jesus, you cast out devils. Mark 9.39 says, when you're in the name of Jesus, you do miracles. Mark 24, 47, you preach in the name of Jesus. John 14, I want to go to that one. John 14, 13, and 14. John 14. Is John in your Bible? Isn't, isn't it right somewhere there around Luke? John 14, I will do, uh, sorry, verse 13, I will do whatever you ask in my name that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, we just said that a minute ago when we were reading from John 15, right? He says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So what can we do when we're in the name of Jesus? Ask, and he'll do it. John 20, verse 31, says you have life in the name of Jesus. Acts 3.19, you have faith. Acts 8.16, baptized in the name of Jesus. Acts 9.29, they spoke boldly in the name of Jesus. Hebrews 13, 15 says we give thanks when we're in the name of Jesus. Anoint with oil, says James in 5, James 5, 14. We believe in the name of Jesus. Now, picture that. What I'm saying is you're in the name of Jesus so you can believe. It's not just believing in the name of Jesus. It's you're in it and you can believe for anything. Okay? Important distinction. And then finally, the sum of it all is Colossians uh, 3.17. 
which says you can do everything in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So it's important to understand when, when he's talking about being in me, an important part of that is being in his name, literally being in his name. So let's talk about his name a little bit. You know, in marketing circles, um, they talk about the, the concept of branding, product branding or service branding. Um, and they do that with usually a combination of the name of the, of the product, logos, mottos, advertisements, and so forth. All those things kind of combine together, brand a product. So when I tell you, uh, when, I, when I ask you, you're going to go photocopy something, what are you going to photocopy it on? A Xerox machine, right? You're going to Xerox something, whether it's a Canon or an Epson or anything like that. I'm going to go Xerox this thing, right? The name Xerox is so well branded that it sticks in our head as a generic term, even. Um, Coca-Cola. I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy me an orange, was it Fanta? soda, but when I go, I'm getting me a Coke, right? Going to go get a Coke, yeah, but it's Pepsi. Root beer, Coke, right? <laughs> so that's so branded that it's become a generic term, you, you understand? So the idea of what they're trying to do is use mottos and names and logos and all that to get you to, to, to really to brand, almost like the brand of cattle. Brand your brain with that product over and over again. My pillow. Anybody who can't see Michael Lindell whenever you hear the word my pillow or vice versa. By the way, I think I don't know if you're aware that certain retail outlets have boycotted Mike Lindell and my pillow. Uh, I've made my last purchase at, at Bed Bath & Beyond several months ago when they decided to withdraw his product because of his stand and his testimony and his support of President Trump, for example. Haven't been back to Kohl's since then either. And then uh, there's a brand like, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> America's Team. Anybody know who America's Team is? Actually, it's not. It's the Packers. But, uh. <laughs> I know it was, yeah. But the Packers were before that. Everybody loved the Packers back when they, because they were a small franchise, you know, and winning all these games and stuff. And then the Dallas became dominant. So all of it, I'm just bringing this up because, because you know, what's in a name? Okay. There's a lot in a name. And, our, and, and, and what do we relate to when we hear names like this? Well, let's bring this out of the secular here, from, <laughs> back, back away from the secular. Some of the songs that, uh, that I remember uh, singing when we were growing up were like, everybody ought to know 
Everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know. Anybody know the rest of it? Who Jesus is. Right? Or um, there's just something about that name. A little bit more recent one is the, the song, um, At the Name of Jesus, Satan Has to Flee. So, you know, we, so now we've got, our, we got Jesus. We've got a brand here that's stuck in our minds. So I want to give you an exercise to do. I'm going to, I'm going to go through some of the names of Jesus and just mention a few. And while I'm doing that, if you would, jot down some of the names of Jesus that you know of. Okay? And then I'll, I'll ask you to just share, them, share what, what you've got on your list as we go. But for example, uh, actually two of the names of Jesus... Are, and I ran this off from, uh, you can Google this, you know, 50 or 100 or whatever names of Jesus from the Bible. Author and finisher of our faith. So we've got the name Jesus, but he's also author and he's finisher. I like this one. Psalm, and by the way, author and finisher of our faith, that's Hebrews 12, 2, if you want to jot the reference down. Um, cornerstone Psalm 118 22 the stone which the builders refused has become the head stone of the corner now if you've done been involved in any construction you know how important the cornerstone is Um, similar thing uh, when I read that I was reminded back when I was in college I had a kind of a weekend job working for Kraft Foods. And uh, I don't know, many of you probably don't know this, but uh, I was actually a pilot for Kraft Foods. Uh, we'd work on the assembly line, and we'd take a load of, a box of Miracle Whip from here and pilot over there. <laughs> Any of you ever filled up a pallet with boxes? Okay. What's the most important box in the whole pallet? The first one you put back on that back corner, Right. And then you build out from that. (laughs) Well, that's Jesus. He's the cornerstone, and he is the basis for everything that that our lives are built upon, those of us who who believe in Jesus. He's that critical. Cornerstone. I love that. Uh, Are you you writing some names down that you've thought of? Keep keep writing. Uh, Hebrews 4.14 Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Seeing that, let's hold fast to our profession. So he's a great high priest. He is exalted. Wherefore, God hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. Philippians 2.9. Exalted. It's another name for Jesus. Um, Life. I am the way, that's a name, the truth, and the life. Three different names of Jesus. Um, Here's another good one. And let's see, this is, I've got to look this one up because I didn't write the scripture down, but it's from 1 Corinthians 15, 45. 1 Corinthians. Where is it? 
And it says, 1545. So it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a life-giving spirit. And if you have the King James, I think, it says a quickening spirit. So he is a quickening spirit. Quickening means life-giving. He is a quickening spirit. Uh, there's a bunch of them here. Another one, of course, is the Word, John 1.1. 1, 1. The beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and, with God, and the Word was God. Okay? What names can you think of for Jesus? Bread. Say it again? Bread. Bread. Bread of life, right? In fact, I could probably, I got these in order here. I could probably look some of these up if I could find them. Bread of life, John 6, 32. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you, not, gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. Bread of life. Another one? Savior. Savior. Obvious one. It's many places in the Bible. Intercessor. Intercessor. He, what does the word say? He, where, where is Jesus sitting? Right now. Right hand of the Father. And what's he doing there? He's interceding for you and me. <laughs> so he's an intercessor. Healer and our shield. Healer and our shield. Did you? Yes. Okay. Provider. Redeemer. Friend. Well, our God is an all-consuming fire, yes, and so and He's He's God. Our victory. Um, I like to use the word, and and it, He's an overcomer, right? Which is victorious, and that means He's a conqueror. I like to use that word too, conqueror. He's the door. Oh, I got that one here. I can give you the John ten seven. Then Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I send to you, I am the door of the sheep. Prince of Peace. In fact, that's from uh, Isaiah 9, 6, and also in the New Testament, uh, where it says he, his name is Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Light of the world. Comforter. Yeah, hey, do you remember he said, I have to go so I can send you another comforter. Well, that means he was the first comforter, right? Shepherd. Peace. I am your peace. Say again. Strong tower. Prophet, how about John eleven twenty five when he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He was also, he says, he shall be called a 
This is Matthew 2, 23. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. Only begotten son. Did I say Alpha and Omega? How about Adam? Is this, yeah? You know, I heard that actually there, he's the third Adam. I don't want to miss, this isn't, this is all aside, just so you're aware. Because Adam was, before he fell, was Adam, and then he became another Adam, and Jesus became the third Adam, which redeemed the first Adam back, right, <laughs> along with the rest of us. Okay? Um, let's see if there's any others. Good shepherd. Somebody said shepherd. Deliverer. Son of God. Oh, pretty important one there. Son of God. He said in John 8, 58, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. He is the I am. Emmanuel, Jehovah. How about 1 Timothy 6.15? King of kings. Lawgiver. Lamb of God. All of, I mean, how many, I don't know how many we've said here. Names of Jesus. Now, so go back to what I was saying here. If we are in Jesus and he has all these names, then we are in Jesus as Redeemer, Jesus as Healer. We are in Jesus as Intercessor because we're in that name. What a brand! All of these examples that we've been naming are, I think, I think we could categorize them. They're all either based on who he is or what he did, what he's doing. Okay, it's one or the other, but they're all names of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, when we say Jesus... It means far more than a person's name. It has impact. You say the name Jesus in certain circles and they will become enraged from you saying the name Jesus. Certain religious group, I'll just leave it at that. You can figure that out. They literally become enraged at the name of Jesus. Because his name is so convicting of sin. But while it may enrage some people, the name Jesus blesses us. and, And in fact, it really defines us. If we're in him and he's in us, then we're all the things embodied in all these names just like he is. When we speak and act in his name, 
it empowers us to do, just like he said, to do all the works that he did, and then some, right? The other thing speaking in the name of Jesus does is it locates us. It actually defines where we are. All of these names that we've mentioned, and there may be some that that need to go on the list, but if you look through, you will find all 26 letters of our alphabet are found in this collective group of names for Jesus. And what that means is if you put them together, you can find your name there. In Jesus. So you see, you are in Jesus. (laughs) And you can find any loved one who's moved to heaven the same way. You can find the name Sandy. You can find Shirley and Paula. And you can find Marianne. So we who believe literally are in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you for this time that we've had together. I pray, Father, that this has been edifying to your people, that it has been informative, that it has encouraged them and and given them a greater sense of who Jesus is, what he's done, and who we are in him. And, Father, I I just say a blessing over your people. Let them be blessed because of the name of Jesus and because we walk in him. In Jesus' name, amen.